You are listening to another episode of the Third and East Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Third and East Podcast. So long after a few weeks, we are back on the air. What up, what up? It's yeah, It feels I'm, like forever. Yeah, it does feel like forever. I was, I, was, I was traveling. You've been busy with school and everything, so it's all... It's been all good here and everything, but college football is now. Now we're, you know, can you believe it or not, tomorrow's the last day of September. I can't believe it at all. No, it's 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 absolutely unreal and everything. And now we're getting into October, which is in, which is one of the best sports bumps you can possibly ask for and everything. Um, and then you know, college football really ramped up last week and everything. Look at the games that were played last week um, between. Florida State, Clemson, which we'll talk a bit. Um, a couple of other storylines. The LSU-Arkansas game was good. Alabama had a nice bounce back week. Um, but today we have to start with our opener. has to be that Ohio State third game game. Yeah, it was really the first big test for both of them. They haven't played the toughest schedule yet, so <coughs> I was – Anxious to see how that went. I didn't expect such a low-scoring game as a, I mean, compared to what we've seen Ohio State do over the years and what Notre Dame can do this year. No, absolutely. I mean, it took it took it. You know, there was only three points scored in the first half and everything, and then it was a pretty tight. You know, so they got you know Ohio State off off to that ten nothing. We it's a Henderson sixty-one yard touchdown, and Notre Dame just had just put together two nice drives. To go ahead and go up fourteen, the fourteen to ten and everything. I mean, they were the much more physical team and everything. They really controlled the. I mean, they completely outplayed uh, Ohio State in the second half. I mean, they and it looked like Ohio State was left for dead. I mean, you have you have this. You had the you had the the Wake Forest transfer in in Hartman uh, playing. You know, decent ball and everything. Their running game, I mean, they were averaging almost five yards. I think they were averaging over five yards a carry, which is not, which is unheard of against Ohio State, who usually has a pretty good defense. And I was telling everybody that, oh, look, another physical team is going to beat Ohio State. I think this is the year that Penn State finally gets one over on them, if I'm being I, honest. Because I think Penn State's much more physical and much more disciplined than Notre Dame is. I, 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 I'll get to that point. I, I, I do agree with you here and everything. And then we look at Ohio and then we look at Ohio State and Kyle McCord puts together this awesome drive. And keep in mind, you know, Kyle McCord is in there. He didn't have his finest game and everything, but when it mattered most, he put it together an excellent drive. I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr. was only limited to three catches for 32 yards. But Ajuba, who's arguably he would be the best receiver. He's the best receiver other than Marvin Harrison Jr. That's how stacked Ohio State is at receivers. He put he had that huge catch that got them right to their goal line or everything. And then uh, Ohio State, of course, uh, gets in on literally the last second, the last play of the game. Typical Ohio State. Typical, you say typical Ohio State. I say typical Notre Dame. Oh yeah, get when, up line, when, the, <laughs> when you get when you when the light when the shine shines the light brightest on Notre Dame, they are bound to disappoint. Yeah, I mean they they haven't been that old fighting Irish culture in years and years. I mean, whenever they, 
I think it was the 2012 season, whenever they were looking like they were going to be the formula to beat Alabama. They shriveled up. They, yeah. they just, I don't know. They continue to play pretender. I mean, this was a pretty equal game when everything pushed on to show. I think it was, you know, Notre Dame just dominated, absolutely dominated the time of possession, 35-25 pretty much. Um, and it looked like and Notre Dame, um, and then they, and then Notre Dame plays uh, with 10 players on defense the last two plays of the game. I mean, yeah. that's just inexcusable coaching. And when was after a timeout? Yeah, so it's like, man, th- there's not one person on the sideline, which usually, at, even at the junior high level, it's like, hey, guy, hey, coach, how many people we got out there? And the there's team always team. one guy to do it. And that pass, and that reception to Koopa. I mean, what, what are what are the Notre Dame safeties and corners doing? I mean, it's prevent defense, but there's plenty of times just they did they played the receiver instead of playing the damn ball. I don't know. I mean, it, was an it, it just it didn't joke. make sense. It didn't make you. You played this great defense, you know, the entire, and then you just completely. Well, we're gonna throw all that out the window. I think this team says a little. I, you know, I think Notre Dame gained a little bit of respect in the national spotlight more because they did. They lost. Although they lost this game, they only went down two points. Ohio State now rose up to number four, but they didn't really look all that terrific in this game. And that was going to be a talking point of mine that you did bring up. I think they're going to have trouble against physical teams this year. Now, look at Ohio State's schedule. They really don't have anybody else coming up. Um, really, the two games you got to look at. I mean, I think they're going to be. I think they're going to roll through Wisconsin this weekend. Rutgers, Michigan State is in is in complete shambles and everything. Yeah, Purdue, Maryland on their schedule, but circle in a few in three weeks. You have Penn State. Now it's in Ohio, which is gigantic for them. Of course. But they wind up in Michigan, and I think they can. And, and circles a Minnesota game. That's a tough. That's a. I think Minnesota, with their defense and everything, can give them a little bit of frustration. Can give them a little bit of frustration as well. No, I absolutely, one hundred percent agree with you. So, and then we, and then look at what happened with and Clemson was in, in continuation. They were looked like they were the big daddy to Florida State going up pretty big and everything. Florida State just continues to try and pick away and everything. I actually turned that game off and everything. And then that game was in that game went to overtime thanks to a missed go ahead field goal by Clemson with I believe a minute left and everything. And then Florida State uh stores the game winning touchdown. You know, stores the game winning touchdown. I mean, not only does does Clemson miss the kick, then Florida State forces a turnover, and then they return it to the ha- and they return it to the house um, for a touchdown to go to tie the game by the club. They force club at the fumble and everything, and then you have um, and then they went right down on uh, Florida. They had a big defensive stop, and that's game. And it's a, the change in the guard in the ACC now. I would have to say yes, because, I mean, I don't know what the deal is with Clemson this year. Dabo Sweeney is not Dabo Sweeney this year. He doesn't have a generational quarterback like he's had for, I mean, most of the last, like, what, eight or, you know, seven or eight years he's been there. Yeah. 
honestly longer than that. I'm tr- I was trying to do the math in my head, but there's there's got to be some change because it's clear that the ACC is he's not going to bully the conference anymore. No, and and, the, and um, so when I was down in South Carolina, um, I'm surrounded by Clemson, Clemson and South and Gamecock fans down there, and a lot of them were telling me he's that Dabo Sweeney has relied too much on the transfer portal and these guys have not been paying out. And it's so true. The, recru- the recruiting is just not there anymore for Clemson. Well, yeah, when, when you bring these guys in who don't know your system, don't know the culture, don't really know what they're coming into, it's a huge change. I remember there was one year um, Kevin Sumlin, when he was at A&M, they got a bunch of transfers because everyone thought they were going to be good and they got a bunch of junior college transfers so now it's like there's these guys that you're bringing in who have to get up to the speed of the game from juco and there's these guys that are coming in to you know texas a&m and it's a cult there dude it's a completely different culture it's not like these other schools where you go to and it's just kind of you know a big rah-rah and you can do whatever you want and there was some serious change. And, a, you know, a year later, he was fired. It doesn't always work out like people think. It, the transfer portal can love you, or it could also kill you in college football. Do you think Davos is in trouble right now? I think, I think he needs to adapt. I think he's done too much to get fired after one bad year. But he needs to adapt. The same thing that happened to Jimbo Fisher at Florida State whenever everyone else caught on to what he was doing is happening to Dabo Sweeney. Mm-hmm. I don't. If he doesn't change, he'll be out of there within a few years, but I don't think they'll fire him after one bad year. I could see him leaving. I could see him being like, you know what, this isn't working. I'm done. I'll go somewhere else. Yeah, and now let's get off to East Coast bias and let's go to the West Coast here. Uh, so, um, I know you will. I, I know you're going to call uh, Colorado out. I mean, Oregon is just so uh, just a far superior team to Colorado right now. Um, I know. Um, I know Hunter was out and everything, but I mean, they Oregon. It wouldn't have made a difference. Living, Oregon just kicked the living shit out of Colorado. Yeah, they were completely bullied, uh, outplayed. Also, I want to throw this out there. This is the third game where I've seen Deion Sanders get utterly outcoached. Just completely outcoached. I like what Deion's doing in Colorado. I think he I think he has a really good head on his shoulders. I think the kids really want to play for him. It's you know, if they would have got if they would have been if being competitive in Oregon would have been a huge win for that program. I mean, yeah. the, the talent's just not there. Remember, this team lost a lot of transfers this year. Lost a lot, lost a lot of people from last year too, and everything. The fact that they are, you know, they were ranked and everything is, you know, a testament to Dion so far. I mean, and, and they taking advantage of the NIL system completely. And kudos to them. Yeah, I mean, he he's the NIL. I I don't really have anything against the NIL. Uh, I, right. I, I I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I think it's on on paper it can be good. I think some of these schools are abusing it, uh, but I don't think it's inherently bad. I think it's been used wrong, but he, think, he he's trying to buy. He's try, he's essentially trying to buy a team. As as much as a capitalist I am, it should be NIL should be capped. I think it should be capped. 
Yeah, and that's the problem that a lot of these places are running into. It's not. It's not, and, it's not capped. Yeah, and they, they talk about the cap system. Whenever it first started, you know, he was at Jackson State. And I remember these guys on Good Morning Football and Fox Sports, they were like, this will even the playing field with schools like Jackson State and Alabama. Because now, with Nick Saban going, I can get you on TV and get you a national championship and get you X, Y, and Z, that guy's going to look at him and say, so what? Jackson State's giving me this. And it's like, if y'all honestly think that these smaller schools are going to bring anything to the table that Alabama or these Power 5 schools doesn't have, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. And while originally it was seen as, oh, we can, you know, it's a good way for these small schools to get these big recruits. It's it's a money contest. It's a flat-out money contest. Yes, it is. And the big schools are going to win, just like they always do. It didn't change anything. Couple, one other game I want to get to is, um, I, me and you text about this game and everything, too. Um, team, one of the teams that's definitely impressed me, and they're actually playing right now, is the Utah Utes. Oh, dude. Unbelievable. Uh, t- top five defense in the country? I think so. Yeah, I would, I would say yes. I would definitely say yes. I mean, that's a that's a powerful UCLA offense that they limited to until three minutes left in the game for a score and everything. I mean, that was really their only good drive of the game and everything. They held them to 243 yards. Yes, Utah was outstored and everything, but they caused four. They caused two turnovers. They had seven sacks. I mean, they were outstanding. I mean, and they caused UCLA to go. Rio 17 on third down. I mean, it's excellent defense. Yeah, and, is, and you know Chip Kelly was so mad. I mean, that is Utah is one place you do not want to play them at home. No. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky home field advantage is in Utah. They're playing a tough team. Oregon State. Oregon State's playing them pretty tough. Oh, it's a very, you know, Oregon, Oregon State. Oregon, that's the winner of that. And that game is going on as we speak and everything. The winner of that game to me is a, is a sneaky well, I mean, I liked um I like both of these teams and everything. Um I've always said that the pass I always said um I like Utah to win the past twelve and everything, despite the glitz and glamour of USC and Oregon. But I think Colorado I think Oregon State can also be right up there as well. I like I like I like that team overall. Yeah, I think what everyone's asking in the Pac twelve right now is Who's going to beat Colorado? I mean, USC should beat Colorado this weekend or anything. Quick uh, recap on the uh, on the top 25 here, Sloan. So 25, we have Fresno State, 24, Kansas, 23, Missouri, 22, Florida, 21, Tennessee, 20, Ole Miss, 19, Oregon State, 18, Miami, 17 is Duke. 16, Washington State, 15, UNC, 14 is OU, 13, LSU, 12, Alabama, 11 is Notre Dame. In our top 10, we have 10 is Utah, 9 is Oregon, 8 is USC, 7 with a first-place vote is Washington, 6 is Penn State, 5 with three first-place votes is Florida State, Four with one place first place vote is Ohio State. 
three with you. Uh, three is Texas. Two is Mission. With Texas has two first place, two first place votes. Michigan has only one first place vote at number two. Georgia's number one with fifty five. Yeah. Any thoughts on at least your top ten or top twenty five here? I mean, I I like that. Well, one thing I know is there's not nearly as many group of five teams on the list as we've seen. Because from what I can remember hearing, all I heard was Fresno State, and they were twenty five. Yeah, there's a lot of power. There's a lot of power teams. This year. It's it's almost all power five teams, so th- that that's a little disappointing. But the uh, coaches poll is all tw- power fives this year. Of course, yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's the transfer portal and these NIL deals being yes, being used and abused. But one thing I see a lot of people just kind of dogging on Georgia you know they haven't played anybody and they haven't but they started the year at number one because they clearly had the best roster they were the best team last year and it's one of those things where someone has to beat them to take that title away from them and I just don't know who's going to do it because while they haven't played anybody you know they've played some cupcake teams they've done exactly what they should do against those cupcake teams as the former as the you know reigning national champion so um, I can't hold it too much against them. So, my on my thoughts on the top twenty-five before, uh, before we uh, pick every game, do our picks here. Who are the people who pick Washington as a first-place vote? Ohio State as a, I get why Ohio State died a first-place vote, but still. But why did three people pick Florida State? Three people had Florida State for first-place votes. I mean, those mm-hmm. five people. What are you thinking? They probably went to Florida State. Even Texas State, two places, place, they have already had the best win the entire year. You know, both in Ohio's. Uh, we'll talk about that real quick. Um, but I mean, Georgia and Michigan and Texas to me are my top three. Those are unargued in that order. Yeah, I think I think Florida, Florida State should be number four. I think Ohio State should be five. Penn State six, Washington seven, USC, and the rest of the top ten is fine. No, I like the top ten. I, th- I think the top ten was pretty fair, but yeah, it was just. So let me a- so let me weird. ask you a let me ask you a blazing question here. I have a feeling of what, which way you're going to go because I know the homer in there. What is the most impressive road win this year? Is it going to be Ohio State winning at Notre Dame, or is it Texas at Alabama? It's Texas at Alabama. It, look, I, I don't care who their quarterback is. I, I, I really don't because he's he's gotten a little bit better. He's still a four star recruit. Like that that guy can ball, and they still have a pretty solid defense. Texas did whatever they wanted on offense. They killed them. I mean, they they, they, they did. They they backhanded them the entire game in Tuscaloosa. So I'm 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 going to take that over. You know Ohio State playing. I get. You know it's tough to play. It's tough to play up there, but it's Notre Dame is not the old Notre Dame. They're just not. They're not those guys anymore. They're not. They're not going to be until until you know until they prove otherwise and everything. Yeah, this All is right. this is the same Notre Dame team that lost to Marshall last year. So I mean, so Sony, you know what time it is? It is time to pick every single college football. 
uh, college football game this weekend or anything. Uh, if you haven't seen the stores, well, I, I see them, but we're not, I'm not going to tell tonight's game stores. And even let's see if we, you can predict who won yesterday. So, Middle Tennessee State and Western Kentucky. Who wins? Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky. Yes, they won. Temple or Tulsa? Temple. I would have picked Temple. Tulsa killed them, 48-26. Jacksonville State against Sam Houston State. This game actually went to overtime. Um, I didn't see that one, and I wanted to. Sam Houston State's got a tough defense, but their offense is horrible. I'm going to say Jacksonville won. Jacksonville State won in overtime. Man, poor Bearcats. So now the game's going on. We have four games tonight here on Friday. Louisville and North North Carolina State is going on right now. That game is tied. Uh, I think Louisville's going to pull off the victory here. I'm going to go NC State. I'm not sleeping on the Wolfpack. Utah and Oregon State. Oregon State is up seven. I still am going to pick Utah. I'm picking Utah. Louisiana Tech and Utah. I am going to go. I am going to go with um, the Miners here in an upset. I'm also going to go with the Miners. The uh, Tech is not good. Since the Bearcats against BYU, give me BYU. Tough place to play at nighttime. Yeah, I'd say uh, I would say Cincinnati. If they're at home, but they're not. It's a much tougher place to play. Here we go with the Saturday games here tomorrow. Uh, Penn State against Northwestern. I like Penn State. Then we'll go Penn State big. Rivalry game in Jerry World. I, I think this team is still in. Yep, it is still in Jerry World. Texas A&M against Arkansas. A&M's a six-point favorite. Give me Pitt's school, Pitt Suey. Yeah, we'll go with the pigs. Utah State against UConn up here. Give me Utah State. Yeah, I think I'll go with Utah UConn's State. UConn's due, though. Yeah, U- UConn plays tough. They played a tough schedule, though. They're brutally tough schedule this year. UAB against Tulane. Give me Tulane. I'm going to go with UAB. Louisiana, Louisiana Region Cajuns against Minnesota. Minnesota's an 11-point favorite. Give me the Louisiana Cajuns to cover. Minnesota wins by a field goal. Yeah, I'm going to go with Minnesota. Clemson against Syracuse. I think this is going to be a big win for Clemson here. Mm, I'm going to go with Clemson. Even though Syracuse plays them very tough always. USC against USC at Colorado. Give me USC. They do not cover. I'm going USC big here. This is like a 42-14 game. USC is going to trounce them. I don't like them by 22. That's too many points on the road. South Alabama against James Madison. Good football game. I actually stayed for James Madison. Was love the campus. Great football team. James Madison. I'm gonna go with James Madison as well. Florida against Kentucky in a backyard in a really nice underappreciated rival game. Give me Kentucky here. Uh, I don't like Florida this year. I think they're kind of sloppy, but I think. I do think they do have some talent, so I'm going to go with Florida. The Buffs taking on Akron. Akron's now a three-point favorite. Buffalo is really bad. Give me Akron. I'm going to go with Akron. Akron's played a – that Indiana game, they played the tough the entire time. I'm going with Akron. I think there's some good things happening there. Eastern Michigan against Central Michigan. Give me, give me Central. I'm going to go with Central because of the Chippewas. Chippewas. 
Cavaliers against Boston College. Give me the under. Give me Boston College. We'll go to Boston College. Miami of Ohio against Tennessee. It's a match in Jimmy, Miami of Ohio. I'm going to go with Miami of Ohio. Arizona State against Cal. Give me Cal. Arizona State's not good right now. Yeah, I'll take Cal. Georgia against Auburn. I'm surprised Georgia's only a 14.5-point favorite. Give me Georgia big. Georgia huge, yeah. Baylor against UCF. UCF's actually a nine-point favorite. Give me the Golden Knights. I'll go with UCF. Michigan against Nebraska. Give me Michigan big and a bounce-back game. That's a tough one. Who'd you pick? Michigan against Nebraska. Hmm, I don't know, man. Nebraska's not on the Michigan. <laughs> Arkansas State against UMass. Give me the minute, man. You know, I, I like what UMass is doing this year. I think Arkansas State's horrible. Northern Illinois against Toledo. Give me Toledo, but not the cover. I'm going to go with Toledo as well. Ball State against Western Michigan. Give me Western Michigan. Western Michigan. South Florida against Navy. Always take Navy at home. I'll take South Florida. They've played tough. Bowling Green against Georgia Tech. Give me Georgia Tech. I'm going to go Georgia Tech as well. Your Cougars of Houston taking on Texas Tech in Lubbock. Give me Texas Tech. Uh, Yeah, I'll have to go with Texas Tech here. Our defense is terrible. Indiana against Maryland. Give me Maryland. Sneaky undefeated. I'm taking Maryland big. Indiana is not that good. Widener against Rutgers. Demi Sluckers. Yeah, I gotta take Rutgers. Kansas, the Jayhawks going into you, going into Austin. Demi Texas, but they do not cover. What's the point spread? Sixteen. Uh, that's a lot. Kansas is tough. They're well coached. They're pretty talented. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I'll take Texas, but they won't cover that. Kansas always plays well in Austin. I don't know why. Yeah. Old Dominion against Marshall. Give me Marshall. I'm going to go with Marshall as well. Illinois against Purdue. Give me Purdue. I'm going to go with Illinois. Hawaii against UNLE. Give me the Rainbow Warriors at, uh, to upset UNLV here. Yeah, I think. I think that Hawaii might be due for one. I just don't think it's this one. I'm going to go with UNLV. Boise State against Memphis. Give me the Tigers. I'll take Boise State. The Lobos of New Mexico against Wyoming. Give me Wyoming. Really tough place to play. Yeah, I'll go with – it's a tough place to play, and they're also a pretty good team this year. I'm going to go with Wyoming as well. Mizzou against Vanderbilt. Give me Mizzou. Mizzou. Rivalry game here, LSU against Ole Miss. Jimmy, I like I am going to pick Ole Miss in this game. I'm going to pick LSU. Stanford against Oregon. Oregon's 27. Jimmy, Oregon big. Yeah, I'm going to take Oregon. I'll, I expect Oregon to cover and then some. Coastal Carolina against Georgia Southern here. Sneaky good game here. Georgia 7 is really good this year. Give me Georgia Southern. We'll go Georgia Southern. Troy against Georgia State. Another team that's really good right now. Georgia State playing very well. Yeah, I think we're the better team. I'm going to go Georgia State. Utah Tech against Colorado State. Give me Colorado State. Colorado State. 
Iowa State going up against OU. Give me OU. Uh, Iowa, they play them pretty tough usually, but I'm going to have to go with OU. Abilene Christian against North Texas, go UNT. Mm, yeah. Yeah, UNT. East Carolina against Rice. Rice fight never die. Yeah, I think Rice is doing pretty good things. I think they're a tough team. I'm going to go with Texas, them. Texas State against Southern Miss. Give me Texas State. Texas State, very fun team to watch. Gamecocks of South Carolina going up against Tennessee. Give me Tennessee, but not the cover. I'm going to take Tennessee. I can't take the Gamecocks. Notre Dame going up against Duke. And what should be a nice matchup here. Duke, uh, Notre Dame is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Give me Duke for the outright win here. I was going to say give me Duke, yeah. Really like what I was seeing to the team. Michigan State, do they recover after firing their head coach? They go into Iowa. They go into Iowa. Iowa's a ten and a half point favorite. Give me Iowa big here in an ugly game, though. Yeah, I'll roll with Iowa. It's, this is going to be one of those over nineteen under, points. Over under is thirty six and a half. Oh my, my god! God, that's the lowest you'll ever see. Charlotte against SMU. Two fun teams to watch. Give me SMU though. I'm going with Charlotte. Western Virginia, West Virginia against TCU. Give me TCU. Mm, TCU. Too much firepower. Yeah. App State against UNLM Monroe. Give me App State. Yeah, I have to agree. San Diego State going up against Air Force. I like Air Force here big. Yeah, I'll go with Air Force. Pittsburgh against Virginia Tech. Give me Pittsburgh on the road here. I'm going to go Mm, yeah, no, I'll go with, I was about to say no way, Virginia Tech. But yeah, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Alabama against Mississippi State um, there in uh, starts Vegas. Give me Alabama. Alabama. Washington against Arizona. Uh, the uh, Wildcats are in trouble. Give me, uh, give me Washington big. And finally, Nevada against Fresno State. Ooh, I like the Bulldogs in this one. Nevada yeah, is Bulldogs way outmatched. Yeah, way outmatched. If you enjoy listening to our college bits, be sure to listen to our NFL show and be sure to tune in next week here on Third Innings. Thanks so much. Thanks.